0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Tell you I can't stand. The Simpsons. Oh, look at us, they say. We're The Simpsons. We're amazing. We predicted Disney buying Fox and Donald Trump's presidency and the Dragon Lady on the Dragon Show destroying the big city thing. Unbearable. Plus, if they're so good at predicting things, how come nobody involved with that show saw nearly 20 years of decline in their own future and stopped after season 9? Besides, it's not even like predicting things is unique because Futurama does it all the time. Admittedly, yes, if you're setting up a show a thousand years in the future, then by default everything is a prediction, but it is uncanny how many of the specifics have rung true since it aired. Yeah, Uranus might not have been renamed Eurectum just yet, but the world is beginning to resemble New New York more and more every day. My name is Adam Cleary and these are 10 times Futurama eerily predicted the future. Number 10. Star Wars Episode 9 Futurama loved Star Trek, yes, but it was the future of Star Wars that it predicted in the year 2000. When walking through past Orama in The Lesser of Two Evils, a cinema sign can be seen in the background advertising the showing of Star Wars 9 Yoda's Bar Mitzvah. At the time of this episode's release, the latest Star Wars movie was The Phantom Menace, still 19 years away from Episode 9 actually being a thing. Lucasfilm was barely one third of the way into the prequel trilogy, there was no way of knowing yet another three movies would come years later. Though the show didn't quite get the title of the ninth instalment right, Yoda's bar mitzvah does hint at a look into the youth of a small green creature. Something that's actually a pretty good description of… The Mandalorian. Number nine, smart watches. Basic rule: list with all futuristic TV comes inventions. One major gadgety advance on the show was worn by both Leela and the police officers that chased Fry through the city. The device, first labelled as This Thing on My Wrist by Leela before being properly titled as a Wrist jackamator, is for all intents and purposes what we'd refer to today as a smartwatch. Over the course of the series, Leela has used her device as a phone, a radio, a game console, playing both Pong and Tetris, a way to use Facebook and it seems to be able to find any information she needs. In terms of such technology, the Futurama pilot of the year 2000 was way ahead of its time in predicting that the future would actually see people wearing this much power on their wrists. Number 8. Virtual Reality When the series debuted in 1999, the most prominent console in the world was the Sony PlayStation. To say that gaming options back then were limited compared to today would be a huge understatement, but Futurama still managed to predict that the future would hold virtual reality gaming. The second ever episode, The Series Has Landed, shows the crew head to Luna Park on the moon, where they visit an arcade of sorts. We can see someone playing Ski ball next to someone playing virtual skee-ball next to Amy Wong playing virtual virtual skee-ball. Not only can we freely purchase such virtual reality consoles now, the similarity of Futurama's VR headsets to those released by PlayStation 17 years later in 2016 is kinda spooky. Number 7. The Wall Ever since he was elected in A Head in the Polls, very clever, Richard Nixon was Futurama's president of Earth. He did a pretty terrible job, admittedly, allowing the planet to be overtaken by Omicron Persei 8 on more than one occasion. In the 2012 episode, Decision 3012, Nixon was again under the spotlight as part of his presidential campaign. While taking a stand against space aliens coming and taking good Earth jobs, the president promised to build a huge fence across the southern border of the solar system. This is scarily similar to the giant wall Donald Trump promised to build as part of his presidential campaign in 2016. While the show didn't predict the wall per se, with the idea stretching as far back as George Bush Sr and Bill Clinton's stints in the White House, no president had yet built their entire campaign around the idea before. Number 6. The Wrong Miss Universe Alright, so to set the scene, Fry, Bender and Leela are tasked with delivering the winner's tiara to the Miss Universe pageant. You'd know which episode I'm talking about. As the host, Zap Brannigan struggles to open the envelope containing the name of the new Miss Universe, and when he sees Leela standing in the wings, he accidentally announces her as the competition's winner. After a moment of madness, Brannigan corrects himself and the tiara is awarded to Miss Vega 4 instead. This episode was released in the year 2000, a whole 15 years before a very similar thing happened in the real world. Instead of Zap Brannigan sadly, Family Feud host Steve Harvey ran proceedings for the crowning of the 2015 Miss Universe, and like the Futurama character before him, announced the wrong winner. Miss Columbia was the winner that was read out and was able to celebrate for just a few short moments before the error was rectified and the title was given to Miss Philippines. At least the wrong winner that Harvey announced was actually part of the competition, unlike Branigan's faux pas, but still, the similarities here are impossible to ignore and, in case you're wondering, I would have given both awards to the woman from the Radiator Planet. Number 5. Interactive Movies In the 31st century, the Planet Express crew take a trip to the movies, with the film All My Circuits, the Movie having a twist that was rarely seen a thousand years earlier. When Calculon has to make the decision of whether to pursue the action in the fireworks factory or finish his tedious paperwork, the choice is put in the audience's hands. Now while Futurama wasn't the first to ever toy with this idea, with the first interactive movie Kino Automat coming way back in 1967, the show did predict that the cinema style would reach mainstream audiences. The most well-known interactive movie came to Netflix in 2018, 18 years after Futurama showed the audiences choosing to watch Calculon do his paperwork. Black Mirror's Bandersnatch was ultimately praised for its concept, something that Futurama had already utilised way back in 2000. 4. The internet is listening to you Futurama made jokes about ads being transmitted into people's dreams in season 1. And while we're not quite there yet, season 3 predicted that the future of technology would see personalized ads sent straight to the user thanks to an overheard conversation. During the look of the Fryish, the Planet Express crew find themselves discussing the man they thought to be Fry's brother. Naturally, the name Philip J. Fry was said several times, and this was picked up by the professor's internet. He was automatically shown a video about Fry's namesake, his callous was open to Friday and he had some french fries ordered directly to him. Way back in 2001, this was creepy but in the here and now we've all just kind of made peace with it for some reason. Number 3, Cancellation. Sadly, Futurama was cancelled after the season 4 finale, The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings. Though it was ultimately picked back up by Comedy Central, the four straight-to-DVD films ended with no guarantee of further episodes. The same thing happened at the end of season 6, with the show ultimately being cancelled for the final time in 2013 after season 7. But just over a year before the show's initial cancellation, Bender offered some grim foreshadowing as to how the show would be cut short before it's time. During Where No Fan Has Gone Before, Bender described Star Trek as just another classic sci-fi show, cut short before it's time. While this was in reference to Fry's favourite show of the 20th century at the time of its release, just one year later the same thing could be said about Futurama. Number 2. Sex Robots and Deepfakes In Season 3, when Fry realised that he had seen relatively little of the future compared to what was actually out there, the crew took him to get, among other things, a robotic girlfriend. After downloading the likeness of Lucy Liu and the personality mix of her movie characters, Fry became obsessed with his new robot. Since this episode released in 2001, the world has seen a huge leap in this particular industry with sex dolls becoming more realistic, I am told, and some even being manufactured to resemble celebrities. Even before this, season two saw the internet of the future containing a series of deepfakes. Something that no one else could have even dreamed of at the time. This trend has quite horrifically seen videos get edited to replace the actors' faces of those of various celebrities. Futurama was way ahead of the curve back 20 years ago as Bender littered the internet with images of Amy's face edited onto Leela's uh, not wearing clothes body. Number one, quarantine. Yeah, let's face it. Of all the things you'll remember, 2024—not well, not 2024. That's no, I mean like 2020 space F O R. You get what I mean. The quarantines are probably top of the list. Back in 2011, the episode Cold Warriors saw humanity facing a similar fight, but with the common cold from a thousand years in the past. Since the illness itself had died out 500 years prior, humanity had lost any and all resistance it once had. So when Fry brought the dormant virus a thousand years into the future, it's became deadly. Fry and the rest of Planet Express were forced to remain quarantined within their building for the protection of the rest of New New York though even the professor couldn't say how it would affect those who had never encountered it. After reaching his absolute limit of taking care of his friends, Bender escaped quarantine and immediately spread the virus, with new New Yorkers being advised to wash their hands thoroughly, Have you heard that before. Though 2020 couldn't resort to lifting the entire city of Manhattan into the sun, yet this is a spooky example of life-imitating art.